what's going on everybody there's already a shitload of comments in the comment section we are here it's 9 p.m eastern standard time nobody's died today and i'm feeling pretty fucking good what's up mike what is up i am very happy today it's a good day it's been a good week i know you've been busy i've been busy but hey i, I it's i'm in the zone it makes me in the zone hell yeah good Dude, shout out to everybody who's already in here and already in the comments. I don't recognize some of these names, but welcome. I don't I don't know who Hannah or Henry or some of these guys are, but you know what? Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Welcome we got a couple show. great, great guests tonight. We got El Bandito, Brito, Elvin Brito himself, the welterweight champions in the house tonight, followed by the number one ranked straw uh, flyweight in the BKFC women's division, the one and only Britain Beltran. She will be joining us after El Bandito. I cannot wait to talk to both of them. Oh, my God. But, Mike, I got to tell you, dude, we are burning the candle at both ends, man. I am yes, fucking, we are. I, guys, ladies and gentlemen, Mike and I are in the middle of our two-week annual AT where we are just fucking balls to the wall doing shit all day long with all, our entire unit is active on active duty orders getting shit done getting and, silly uh, getting silly mike's got his platoon he's working them guys good he's got he's got everybody doing the right thing to I, the bone shout out to that guy over there he's he's a fucking hell of a platoon sergeant and i'm just first sergeanting the shit out of these motherfuckers and i'm having a good time doing it i'm having a good time doing it but yeah. you know what I managed to be able to sneak out of tra training yesterday and bring my kids to a Red Sox game, and that was awesome. I needed a break from the action, and what better way to break from action but to go up to Fenway Park with 30,000 people screaming obscenities on the baseball field is fucking fantastic. Too. It is fantastic. I remember You brought me to Fenway for my first game. Yeah, and that's it's awesome. And that's we right. sat all we went we moved all around that ballpark too. It's like greatest place, guys. Even if you're not a baseball fan, I swear to God, that's a destination spot for sport for a sports fan. Fenway Park is the absolute shit. Every time I see the field, every time I walk up that tunnel and see the field, I feel like a kid again. I feel like I'm eight years old again, and it felt so good to hear my kid, my. My so good so, so good. good so when good. they walked up that tunnel though when they saw that field and they saw the green monster they i heard oh my god out yeah. of nolan and that's what i wanted to hear man i wanted to hear that shit it was fucking awesome i got nolan heckling a little bit calling the pitcher a bum <laughs> i had him talking with a boston actually he was like hit a dinger hit a dinger <laughs> oh nice. man but you know what you took Dude, the train yeah, took we took the, the tea train. over there. Yep. Yeah, on the on nice. the subway train, you know, after the game, there's a thousand people trying to get on the train, and like people are waiting. And there's a Celtic series going on, so people are going, "Let's right. go Celtic!" And everyone's getting hyped up on the train, and then all of a sudden, the the drunk ones start going, "Fuck you, Draymond!" And my seven and eleven year old are like, "Fuck you, Draymond." What is he saying? And and Jackson's like, no one, you don't need to repeat anything you're saying right now. Just let him do it. This is, you know, this, this is it. So welcome to Boston. It's drunk adults time. Yeah, it's drunk adults time. We got we got people in the chat. We got everybody ready to see the champion himself, and the champion is in the weight room, ready to come on. Waiting room. Right he might be in there. the weight. He it. might be in the weight room too, but it, it's a little dark where he's at. So I don't think he's in the weight room, but he's in the waiting room. That's and right. we're gonna bring him on right now. We cannot wait to talk to him. He is fighting 
Luis Palomino defending his welterweight title against Palomino on June 24th. Mike and I will be there live in person. Cannot wait to see this fight. Here we go. The man himself, Elvin Leon Brito. Oh, shit. I didn't there know you guys is. were going to be there. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Elvin, dude? Yeah. We are we are so, on our two-week. We are on our two-week training, like I said. We are on active duty orders for the next two weeks. We we were able to talk our commander into cutting our orders a couple days short so we can go our asses down to Florida yeah. and see this We shit shifted line. them all the way. That's how important BKFC is to our unit. No, no, this is a big one. This is this is going to make, you know, like, you know, it's like last time we made history. We didn't even think about it, but this is going to make, it's going to make history. It's going to change the landscape. You know? Where are you at right now, Elvin? Where are you at right now? I'm sitting in front of my house right now. I'm just... You need me somewhere else in my uh, no, 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 you do. no. No, you I'm, sound, I'm, I'm outside. Sound yeah. good. You just got done training, I bet, because it seems yeah. like you never you never stop. No, nah, yeah, I just got done training. We did me and uh, Lorenzo did uh we did six rounds of sparring and, and uh just did a little stuff afterwards and played around a little bit, but it was it was it was fun. What is you know, what does Lorenzo mean to you and like the friendship that you guys have clearly developed over the past, you know, yeah. year? I mean, it's crazy. Were you you guys this close before that? Because I don't remember you guys. No, man. No, nah, no. Nah. Like, you know, it, it, it's just, like I say, it's all trajectory stuff. It's just happens the way it's supposed to happen. Uh, me and Lorenzo, we talked and everything, but it wasn't until we went to Belfast and, uh, you know, we were over there and uh you did some really tryouts yeah we really didn't know each other but i tapped down on the shoulder i'm like hey lorenzo that's far dude you know um and yeah lorenzo's like the scariest dude in the room so, but you know I, I i uh i'm always trying to be the best so i gotta train with the best guys i gotta go against and measure myself against the best guys and most explosive guys strong guys fast guys so um we went we did some sparring we had a lot of fun tom show up too you know um and uh I was doing my training camp for Julio Garcia and Lorenzo was like, he called me like two weeks later. He's like, dude, we got to train together, you know? And he started coming down here. Um, and then, you know, he, and then he made us part of his training camp for, for, for the hunt. I mean, for the, um, <clears throat> Lombard fight. Um, and then, you know, we did a full training camp for the last fight and, you know, we've been friends, we've been helping each other out. We, we, it, it's been good. Cause we're, we're like, we're both really strong in our own way, but we're like fire and ice. We're completely different from each other. Uh, but since we kind of built ourselves up on our own and we're strong on our own, we kind of just come together and kind of, we make like a deadly slush when we come together and, and we're a good team. We argue, you know, we, we laugh, we, we mess around and, you know, we spend time with the family and we all get to know each other. You know, I got to know his parents and his wife, mom and his, and his, and his girl and his kids and, you guys know my family too. You know, we spent a lot of time in the trenches. And, you know, that's, there's nothing, you know, that's the same thing with Britton Hart and all the guys that came out here. You know, like, there's nothing that brings you together faster than being in the trenches, you know? Like, uh, you know, we, we, you, uh, you continue, you continue to surround yourself with people like that. Like, you just posted yeah. some stuff training with Isaac Doolittle and, yes. uh, and, like you, yeah. you just keep Jessica bringing Link. them around, Jessica Link. So, yeah, it, it's like yeah. you, you know, over the last year, you just keep cha not changing up your camp, but you keep bringing more, more and more people in. Yeah, that's, that's the plan, though. That's the yeah, plan. It's, it's all be, coming it's together, man. Yeah, it, it, and it's and it's funny because I say that's the plan, but it's not something that we planned. But it's it's like it's just 
it was like the phone's ringing. You know, you come up with any excuse to like not answer it, but it's like it's just something that had to happen. You just have to be brave, and you have to have the the, the you're gonna you gotta have the conviction to just go for it. And we've really been going for it, and and really, it's been like I said, it's been a growing experience for all of us. Me and Lorenzo have gotten better with each other. We weren't champions before. We met each other, even though we're champions in our own right. We weren't BKFC champions. We became BKFC champions together. You know what I'm saying? He he has a house out here in Mount He you know, he, he he got a furnished house out here in Mount He stays out here. He loves it out here. He loves training with me. We always push each other. Wow. Uh uh so it's it, it's awesome. You know, we're we're good friends. I say we argue and everything. So you know your friends when you're arguing all the time and everything. So it, it, it's perfect. Um we like I said, we only make each other better. Jay Jay Jackson's out here with us too, you know, and he, yep. he's an awesome dude. Yep. He's been helping us out. And Jay, he's he's a he, he's a go getter, like no excuses. You know, he's a beast. He'll be dying, yeah, he'll be dying, bro, and he'll still be out there in the front, in the front lines, you know. It's like a zombie. You know, yeah, he don't play, man. Like and, and it, it's it's been awesome to have him here um towards these last two weeks because I've been ready to fight for a while. Like I'm I've been doing this is the third training camp since I fought. I, I did my five. This is this is like a um, this has been like a slow burning. Uh, so I've been cooking this ass open for a really long time. Like it's been, it's like a, it's gonna be really thick and it's gonna be real beautiful and it's all coming together. It's been a lot of work and, and the guys are always, you know, we always in the morning. Every morning we're up and they're like, "How you feel?" And I'm like, "I'm tired." <laughs> That's my secret. I'm always yeah. tired. Yeah. Because you never stop. Like 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 and says with me. Kid. You know, they're like, "I'm waiting for Elvin to get tired." They're like. He's already tired, dude. Like, that's it. <laughs> you gotta go, bro. Like, <laughs> he was tired when he showed up today. Yeah, now, like, let's talk. Let, now, let's talk about your. Let's talk about your opponent. You're defending your title against a, a familiar foe. You guys have fought yeah. in the past. He's one of your. You only have two two losses on your record, and he's one of My them. Losses, yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys went went the distance the first time. What is yeah. it? Okay, what do you say to all the Luis Palomino supporters and Luis Palomino himself? He, why are they so confident in him going in there against you this time when we clearly know that you have been training with all these killers and you're not the same fighter that you were the first time? Yeah, like, what do you, what do you say to all of them? It's a different weight division, yeah. you know, and you, um, they're ultra, they're ultra confident, Elvin. I, you know, you know, yeah, I mean? it's just hey, man, it's the fight game, okay? Yeah. So don't take it too rough when I beat your boy's ass, man. Like, it, it is what it is, like, it's not, it's not. You know, I, I know we got our own heroes and all this stuff. Like, I, I, I don't have heroes, so I, I, I avoid the heartache. But it is what it is. I, I'm not gonna feel bad for you because you think this is a given. So, like, I'm gonna show you why I'm the champ, why I'm so dominant. And this is the welterweight division. It's a division that you've never been in, and it's a division I've been kicking ass in since I was a kid. And I'm the fucking best for a reason. Like, you, these people always forget. They think they was just they just giving us this belt. Like, I didn't get a walk in my belt you know i didn't get to fight emaciated englishman for my belt i had to bust my ass for some of the hardest fighting dudes world-class boxing champions fucking young aces and uh uh giants you know and i walk among giants and i am uh a little giant a lot of people know that when i come over here they realize every single person that trains you can ask every single person that trains with me ever even if they've been here for one day when they find out real quick what all the fucking fuss is about. You know, they're like, oh, I get it. You know, you get it real fast because it's not just because I'm sweet talking, you know, this is the fight game. Like you can only talk so much, so you got to deliver, you know, so um, we have always you, deliver. 
have you seen develop have you seen developments in Palomino's game in the like yeah. you, you you were at the the last the last fight with him you guys had the skirmish after the fight but you had fought him in the past and yeah. he's fought several times since you guys fought we know that you yeah. you've developed but like what do you see what'd you see in that last fight oh, and yeah. what did you take he, from he, that last fight well Palomino's like you know bare knuckle boxing is a raw sport it's hard you know and uh, you get hurt real bad. And um, Palomino, ha he's had a tendency to, like, oversell and underdeliver for the last couple fights. You know, he really – he, he, he's become kind of a cautious boxer. I wish he would fight me the way he fought me the first time because then it would be an easy night. I, I could just, he'd just be in and out. Fight be over. But um, I know he's going to be real cautious. He's going to be moving around. And when I hit him, he's going to – he's going to – ghost you know so i'm gonna have but it's okay i'll run up mountains every day i'll chase your ass all fucking day you know and uh you guys seen the punch count last you guys saw the punch count my last fight like you know i throw down and uh i'll move and i'll throw and i'll just i'm just there all day um so it's gonna be interesting to see um what plans they have i, I know that they want they're gonna box more he's been leaning towards boxing more he's been a lot more cautious and um you know I i've been going more towards the fighting like Side, you know, I'm making it more of a fight every time, and I've been pushing these uh, big guys around and making it hard for everybody just to get their game going. And I pretty much shut people down, and I make it look easy for a reason. It's not just luck, like you know. And, and Palomino, he, he it's not luck either. Like he's he's a uh, six and oh, well, seven and oh, uh, six and oh, and you know, for a reason. He's defending his belts. He beat me the first time, even though I was a different fighter that that, that time, but. Like, I know that I'm ready for this challenger. He 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 isn't really a legitimate 155 challenger. He's given this because he's a dominant 155 champ. He's making this request, and they kind of have to give him this request because that's what he wants. He wants Albany to whoop his ass at home. So like, okay, we're gonna go over there and we're gonna whoop your ass and send you back to 155. You know, um, but you know, um, I'm not really worried about Palomino like. Like they, it's not what they think they is. They're gonna realize this game is. This is not what they think this is. They, it is. It's one sixty five. Yep. I'm the champ. I mean, you can keep that fucking keep that belt with all the other useless trinkets on the uh, you know on the twenty fourth because that don't mean shit. I'm the fucking champ. <laughs> all right. So like, remember that shit when you show up. So after this fight, let's say. If and when you win, right? I'm not gonna say because I I'm not gonna say you know if you win, but would you go down to 155 and try to take that title from him, or does it not interest you anymore? Like, nope, never mind. I'm all set with you that know. Belt. But like, you know, I I, I had like uh, like a, a fat monkey with a mouse of ceviche tell me that that closed mouth don't get fed, you know. So like, I I might decide to fucking get greedy too and take his shit too, you know, even though I'll be. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm eating, you know, like you want to take my shit, even though, you, you know, you're doing good. I'm, I'm just getting my shit. You want to take my shit. I might just decide to punish you. I can, I have the ability to do it. And, um, I just, depends on how satisfied I am. I got other challengers <clears throat> coming. I got a lot of good guys in 165 and there's a lot of divisions fleshing itself out. You got a big fight coming up. You got a big fight yeah. coming up in London. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. I got, you know, yeah, I got, I got a lot of challengers developing i will I, you know i would love to show up to london you know i would love to fight in london i would love to fight in like all my opponents homes it's just 
show up over there, you know, <laughs> eat their ass at home, El Bandito style, you know. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I like it, you know, just keep it going. I already did my first fight. People were telling me, you know, you know, just keep going, just keep going to everybody's house, you know. <laughs> so you um, seem you seem about as confident as you've ever been like uh but you're always as calm as you are right now that's that's the thing about you like it's it's hard to like for anybody to watch and listen to you in an interview and be like oh he seems extra ready or kind of nervous no you're almost the same even killed guy every time we talk to you the one time that we saw you a little uh, off your rocker was that night in Hollywood, Florida, and you guys will be fighting that night in that same arena. Right. I mean, it's yeah, it's I'm telling you, it's Providence just coming together. And you see what I they always show me pushing, they always show him pushing me, you know. I always, yeah, because he was like, because I told him, I'm like, who's your who was your first fight? And he just couldn't answer it. He, he got like, ah, so he pushed me, you know. <laughs> uh, and then he said, your I told son. him afterwards, oh, I told him, oh, that's why you're gonna get your ass whooped. I'm gonna do it right in front of all your people. That I wanted you to do this. Like I, I was really hoping, like the whole time, like I'm really hoping he calls me out in front of his people. So then, you know, it's just that was just that wants, was the know? most that was the most fired up outside of the ring, Elvin Brito that anybody will ever see. You know, oh, yeah. you know you're always uh, you're always. Smiling. It was fun though. Always, I have fun. I have fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, like I said, you're always smiling. You're always taking pictures. I love this game, man. Talking. And then. uh he struck a nerve with you that night, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, After no, no. That. You had to kind of go with it. I'm not gonna lie, like I, I was there, you know, we're in the zone, <laughs> we're having fun. And I turn up, there's the cameras are there, and we're like, Yeah, it's fucking good it's fucking number yeah. video. You know, it was it was fun, you know. I I love this game and you can only say so much. These guys have been talking a lot of shit and, and you know, he's got his little fans, his their fans are fucking vicious little bastards, you know. So I just let them talk like I want them to talk because the more they talk, the more stupid they're going to look after I'm done. Because the 25th, oh. we're going to wake up to reality, baby. It's going to be you know, fun. There's a part of that video <laughs> that no one ever really gets to see. And if you're to go to our YouTube page, you will see it. Like everyone sees the yeah. push, but nobody yeah. sees the WWE style call out that you did afterwards when yeah. you were yelling and you were going to everybody's yeah, phones. Yeah, that was fucking cameras. awesome. <laughs> oh, that was great. I'm telling you, we yeah, put it up yeah, and yeah. I still have it, yeah, the they, whole they, thing. Yeah, they, they, they just show his ass <laughs> pushing me because he couldn't come up with anything, you know? Like, he's just, whatever. Yeah, I expected, like, I already knew, like, I just everything comes together for a reason. I really do believe it and... Um, my whole career has been the way it has been for a reason. And we're at this point for a reason. There's a lot of big things coming in the future. And, you know, I, I'm ready to fight. Like, you know, this is just part of my path. Palomino, um, you know, if it was an MMA fight, I'd be more worried because, you, know, <laughs> you know, if it was 55, you know, he's a champ. But, like, he's going to realize real quick that this is a whole different fucking universe and I'm the... I'm the fucking strongest force in this bitch, and uh, there's a reason for it. And then I'm just gonna move on to the next guy. Hey, Elvin, and he can go defend the, his belt it, over there in 145. In the <laughs> comments, in the comments, I'm being told not to ask you a question, but I feel like I have to ask you this question now. Uh, you better not. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't <laughs> ask. <laughs> <What's coming>? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta fuck up this interview. <laughs> the question we'll it, it, right it, it, it was pertaining to the uh after party that evening. Did something happen at that after party, or you could just blink twice if you don't want to talk about it? <laughs> fuck you guys. We weren't there. Nobody fuck we didn't guys. know, you know. Who, we weren't who there. is it? Who is it? 
it's Tony it? Tony know, Chapel. Here we go. Up. I'm coming. Tony. I'm gonna, ah, Tony, I'm, I'm coming to get you up. You know you're gonna be in Miami. <laughs> he'll, be there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he'll be there. Yeah, he'll he'll be Wait there for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going for him right now. Alvin, we cannot wait to see this fight. I'm telling you right now, this is the most anticipated championship fight in the history of this of this company by far. Champion yeah, yeah. versus champion, yeah. pioneers of the sport. Two of the best guys. Fucking... Two of the best guys in the sport, pioneers of the sport, but yep. there's only one fucking champ that night. Right. Two of the Show best that, that ever right did it. And and they're and they're showcasing you on one of the biggest cards that they've been putting together. You got a another OG coming in oh, there with awesome. you, Britain, who's Britain's coming. Coming on right after you guys. She's on that card as well. It's going to be an unbelievable night. We're going to ask you a few questions and then let you get on your way so you can go back to training or resting or whatever it is you're going to do. Uh, Here we no, go. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just chilling at the house. All right. Headbutt yeah. goats. Headbutt and goats and shit. Here we go. First question. Uh, I got Alba a baby Dino. goat. You got a baby girl. goat. Chica. Oh, really? Yeah, I got a baby goat. Yeah, yeah. Chica. Come here. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, I fucking love this guy. He's yeah, <laughs> He's we got to get down to Puerto Rico. What are we doing? I'm telling you, man. What yeah, are we doing? Seen her at, uh... Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> there she. What's her name? You like that, Chica? Yeah, Chica. Yeah. Cute. Oh well, and dude, I, that's gonna Chica, play yeah, a little house goat. House yeah. goat. <laughs> <It's> fucking <laughs> awesome. Well, you know what? That's gonna play right into my first question for you on in the speed round. Here we go. Number so, one, have you ever considered walking to the ring with Poncho on a leash like the British Bulldogs used to do with Matilda, the dog? What do you think? Oh, now he freezes. Here we go. Yeah. Here, we, see, you know. He had to go get the go. question. We, we need yeah. to know. Is he? Go. Wait. Hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yep. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, you are. You got me? You got yep. me? <laughs> uh, you got me? All right. Yes. Here we go. It, when, when we fight in Puerto Rico, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Good. When are you yeah. gonna fight in Puerto Rico? It's gonna happen. Is that is that look like it's gonna happen sometime yeah. in the near future? You think you're gonna make that happen soon? Yes, we're gonna Puerto Rico. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna make I, it happen. You could you, could, you could bet your ass we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, and Pancho will be yeah. walking down to the yeah. ring on a leash. Fucking, I cannot wait to see we're that. Working. Shit. We're working. Nope. We already. We already. It's all going through the works. I would imagine having uh, you down there, and now you said that Lorenzo has a house down there. Okay. The two of you guys down there as residents, uh, I would imagine you can massage that right in there. We're having technical difficulties. Oh, there he is. He's back. Are, are, are we going to lose you? You guys got chopped Yeah, we're good. We're I'm good. blaming you guys now. Ah, <laughs> no. We're good. You're Question good? number no, two. Right, let's do it. <laughs> Kyle, ahead, what's oh. up? Here you go. What's a song go ahead, that you know every word to, but you'd be embarrassed if people knew? What you got? Oh God. <laughs> um, how about um, uh, what was that? Torn. Torn by uh, what? And Natalie oh, and Bruglia? Natalie Ambrosia or something like you that. You know the words to that? <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I know yeah, the yeah, words yeah. to that song, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I said when he asked me? I said, like a prayer, Madonna. <laughs> yeah. I know like, all the words to that song. I know the ad-libs uh, and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, sounds, I, You know what that sounds really about, right? Which one? Like a like prayer? A prayer. What's, What's it about? It about? 
You know what that song's really mm-hmm. about? You don't know what it's about? School us. So I'll give him fellatio. Just like no a prayer. I'll it. take you. Oh, I did not. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that shit. You'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> go back and listen to it. You're going to have your mind blown. Pun <laughs> uh, intended. I did. I did All right. Know that shit. Here we go. Hey. If you were going to assemble, a, you've been training with all these people. If you were going to assemble a, BA, a, a BKFC A-team, you remember you remember the show. Who's Hannibal? Who's B.A. Barakas? Who's Murdoch? And who's Face? Do you know this? I don't, I don't know the names. Okay, so. I will, I will fucking assign, assign the teams. I got to have go Joey. Joey's a freaking... I can't. I gotta have Joey on there and Lorenzo and Britton and three. I gotta have Jay in there because he fucking gets it. And then what? Well, we got a person. <laughs> uh, I, nice. I need to have a. Uh, hey, I'm gonna have you in there, Mike, just because. <laughs> yes. Plot twist. Plot twist. We need the guy. Look we need that. the guy in the fucking back. Yeah. I'm the driver. You're gonna be in the truck. I'll drive. <laughs> All right. And the last question for you. Go ahead, Mike. Tell us a story that tops the Bushido Bandito story you told us on a previous episode of Mike and Mesh. Oh, man. I got some fucked up stories. I, uh, I'll try to keep it. <laughs> I got some messed up stories. I used to live in the suburbs. Don't forget. Crazy, man. Now, why you put me on the spot? Now, I'm just. Mm. Nothing, nothing can really top that illegal, story. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we're gonna have to skip this. Give me another one. Oh, I gotta no, no, no. That, that's it. That's we'll, the last we'll question. Hold on. It. I got a. I do have a question. Hold on here. Somebody <laughs> asked a question just a second yeah. ago, and let's see where is it. Question for Elvin. What's something that keeps you motivated to keep going? It's not the same thing that's running as internet. I can tell you that. <laughs> White Russians be everyone. My, <laughs> I good? Good? Oh, no. You're back. I don't know if you're I'm back. good or not. Let me know if I'm good. Am I good? Am I back? Am I back? Yeah, yeah, uh, you're, good. you're good. Um, you're good. It's just, I don't know, like, yeah, I think just when, I, when my feet touch the ground every morning, I already know what I got to do. You know, um, and so like just my my life and me just being wanting and knowing what I want to do and why I'm fighting and it just makes things easier for me to stay motivated. You know, because I have to get up no matter how I feel every morning, and and there's a reason why I'm doing this. It's not just for pleasure. It's it's a duty to it. You know, and it's more than just me. And you know, there's there's a lot riding on this. A lot of pressure. Uh, and that's really, I love that. I like driving and pressure. That's one of the things that keeps me motivated. That's what, there you go. There's your answer. You got one of the most motivated people I've ever met in my life. We've talked to a lot of people in this sport, in this uh, fight game. And this guy does have one of the most positive attitudes and, the, and like the most go get it per uh, work ethics that we've ever seen. Uh, that's all we got for you tonight, Elvin. We will throw your uh, referral code up there on the on the screen for anybody that wants to uh, buy the app if you haven't gotten it already. And go ahead and tell us uh, 
tell us one final word before you go down to Fort Lauderdale and fight your arch nemesis. What are we going to see? How's it going to end? Um, this is going to be uh, a definitive fight for, for me and uh, the legacy and part of the story that I'm going to bring into Bare Knuckle. Um, it's going to solidify me as uh, the BK GOAT. It's going to make our school and our team uh, the most relevant team and it's going to put a lot more work than I've already been having in my hands even more work for it and I'm I'm looking forward to it so Palomino gets to feel all the pressure that's been building up over the last six months uh and all the stress I'm ready for it to be done so this is just like a pressure cooker and the time is almost up and it's going to be something special. And if you can be there, please be there live because this is going to be the, one of the most significant fights in BKFC history. And it's completely changed the landscape. And it's going to show people what modern pugilism is all about. Bandito style, baby. Nah, we love it, Elvin. We can't wait to see you down there. Thank you so much for coming on. Mike, you got anything else for the champ? Uh, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. I can't wait. All right, brother. We'll see you. I'll see you there, guys. All right. Take it Later. easy. <laughs> El Bandito Brito. There he is, the fucking champ. He will be in action. Main event, BKFC 26, June 24th. It wouldn't be an Elvin Brito interview if the internet didn't fucking freeze up yeah, three or four, yeah, yeah. Three, four like five times. Now. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, that, it's that jungle internet down there. Yep. But we love him. No distractions be out there. Unbelievable like. fight. We, we're big fans of both those guys in the main event. I cannot fucking wait for that fight. But we have another huge guest in the waiting room. She's mm -hmm. been waiting patiently, and we appreciate this. Um, she will also be fighting that night. She will be fighting in her second in a row huge rematch. Huge. Huge rematch. She just came off a rematch with Christine Faria, and now she's going to get the welcome back to the BKFC her uh, former opponent, Beck Rollins, her name is Britton Beltran, and she's here with us. Britton. Hey, guys. Hey. What is going on? How are you? Oh, I'm good. Sorry. I obviously working hard with being, you know, less than two weeks before the fight. So it's oh just God. going nonstop, busy, busy, busy. Almost missed this interview. So super glad. I was happy to wait patiently because I was like, oh, my God, it was 918 walked in the front door holy shit what a roller coaster this last few months have been really um but this last few weeks have been great i mean you've had a lot on your plate lately and um if you wanted to be late for us you could have been late you're you're welcome here anytime you want and plus you had to anticipate Elvin's internet fucking up at least four or five, six times. You know, I know. You? I wanted to jump in on this conversation <laughs> so bad. I just love Elvin. Just big shout out to him and doing yeah. what he's doing. You know, um, I, I love training with him down in Puerto Rico. I love him and his positive attitude and energy. His whole family is so amazing. So super happy to see him on there and smiling and, and pumped for his fight. Hell yeah. And you guys get to not fight. smiling that guy. Yeah, like we just said in that interview, the only time we have ever been to an event where he's not fighting and he's there in the audience and he's there amongst the people, 
The only time I've seen him not smiling is that night with with Palomino when they were shoving like each one other second. like the one second. And then he was probably back to smiling five seconds later anyway. So it was a great time. But Britain, you got a, a huge fight coming up. Um, like you said, you had a very uh, uh, busy, tumultuous last couple months since your, since your last fight. You were supposed to fight, I believe, in Jackson, Mississippi, correct? You were supposed to fight in Jackson? No, it was actually Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Omaha. Yeah, you were supposed to fight in Omaha. It got canceled and moved to now. Um, we don't want to really like bring up anything bad stuff, but for anybody that wasn't watching or doesn't know the story, w- would you like to just go over real quick what happened and then we'll get into your fight? Yeah, so it was just, you know, my, my title fight in February, I lost. Um, and I mean, it was really hard. You know, it was definitely, you know, like I said, it's crazy. I've only watched the fight one time, so it's not like I've gone over and over and over. I only watched it once, and I was just like, all I know is that I didn't win. And it it was a rough, definitely a rough turnaround for me. And I was just feeling, you know, I was going back to the gym and trying to just train and and be positive. And for a few weeks, I really was. I was like, look, you know, it's a fight back in the gym, but I was just feeling so tired and, like, super drained. And thinking I was just really depressed from the fight, turns out, find out that it's really just a crazy hormonal change because I'm pregnant. And I'm finding this out, like, right as I'm getting the terms of the Beckron's fight, and they had just announced it on BKFC's, like, whatever fight night that was going on. And I was like, oh, man, I, you know, I've got to tell them that, you know, I just found out that I'm pregnant. And, um you know, going through that. But then there's this whole thing, you know, that whole superstition, don't tell anyone until you're 12 weeks. So it was like really holding back, like, oh, you know, I'm feeling like I really wanted the fight. You know, I'm really still upset about the loss in February. So I'm really just, you know, like most fighters, when they lose, they want to go back and and prove it and and get that redemption and build back up and, and try again, so to speak. So I was kind of like in a really hard place emotionally. And then right before Joey's fight, we, you know, started to shift the gears. We were really happy. You know, I was having really hard time sleeping and Joey bought me like that cool pregnancy pillow thing. So we were starting to have like the highlights and the joy of like what this new step was going to bring. So right before Joey's fight, he wanted to hear the heartbeat so he could announce it at his fight. And that's when we found out we went and it was just devastating. It was not expected. You know, they said there is no heartbeat. You know, there's a huge problem. So Joey had to go in his fight and I'm just like, man, you know, and, and, and props, big shout out to David Feldman because I felt like the world was going to hate me and be so mad at me for like this fight pulling out because I'm pregnant and then not being pregnant. It was just, it was such a nightmare. I was like all over the place on really where I, my mind should be mentally, um, you know, and now like looking back on it, like who cares about me losing the fight and, and losing this Beck fight, you know, losing this opportunity and what I feel like it did to Joey was way worse than any fight. So going through that and then it, it's a lot more complicated than it sounds because wow. you know, what it was is like, basically, you know, it, it's, I hate talking about it, but at the same time, it's good because not a lot of people really know. And it was like, it was something I was on my phone 
Googling and searching up and just desperately reaching out to help to other people because I didn't know what the hell was going on. You know, they're saying that my that the, there's no heartbeat, but I'm definitely pregnant. You know, I'm having all these all this classic signs. I'm still having positive tests. You know, I'm not, you know, team, uh, I'm not bleeding. I'm not cramping. So what the hell's going on? And, um, basically the term is called like a silent abortion, which is not really abortion, but it, it's when you miscarry and you don't realize it. Wow. And, um, so anyways, that's kind of what, it, what happened. And it took a long time. I actually ended up having to go back to the doctor several times. Cause I was just hoping, Jeez. you know, my body would get rid of it naturally and reset naturally, but I actually needed a lot of help with it. So it was just a, you know, I, I was even going to fight May 12th and everyone else was like, no, don't do it. Like your body needs time to rest. And even with this fight, you know, it was crazy when he said, we're going to post, he's like, don't worry. You know, you're not losing your opportunity. We're just going to postpone it. And I was like, wait, what? Apparently no one else wanted the opportunity. No one else really wanted to step up. And um, this seems to be like the fight that has to happen. So the fact that they would postpone it for me to get through this, you know, emergency was, you know, definitely something for me. I was like, you know, I have to take that for what it's for what it's worth. You know, my fight didn't get canceled. You know, this is something that really tragically happened to me. Maybe if I didn't have this fight, I would be like, who knows? You know, I have like, I've definitely had some problems in my past with, you know, like alcohol and, and substance abuse. And so, you know, I don't want to be depressed and, and go down that rabbit hole again. So training wow. for this fight has been really life-saving in a lot of ways. Um, mentally putting that effort, you know, it's a very good distraction for me and Joey. It's something we love to do. I love fighting and I really want this rematch against Beck won and I'm really like suffering from my loss in February and I'm really suffering from this recent loss. So I feel like I just need this fight, man. I need this yeah. fight and um, I need this win because I, I really need to like find some way to reset to normal, normal from losing, you know, in 2018, normal from losing earlier in the month and normal from losing a part of myself and my future just a couple months ago. I, Brayton, I'm so sorry to hear all that. And I honestly, you, you're, I, I can't believe how strong you are to come on here and actually talk about this. Um, you know, we wouldn't want to pry that deep into your life. Uh, we knew something happened and we, you know, but we would never have said it, but I, you know, you coming out and saying that and sharing that, uh, thank you. And, but right. I, we're very sorry to hear that. Um, but you, you're such a strong person. I, I can't believe that, you know, you would put that out there for the world. Cause it, you know, it helps other people. And as you said, getting it out helps, uh, instead of bottling it up and, and stuff like that. So, so thank you, um, for that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You are an, you're an inspiration to a lot of, a lot of people and you have a huge support group and a huge fan base that loves you. And uh, yeah, really thank you for opening up about that because a lot of people were, were worried. I, they, you know, they saw that there was, I think there was like something posted that there was like a medical emergency or something like that, but th there was no other real details about it or there was something like that. And right. uh, really no, you, you didn't have to open up like that. And you really, that's, really yeah, brave, and that's brave of you to do like, that so you know i felt like 
my honestly, I have to say, if it wasn't for my fans and, and friends and, you know, family that I have, I might not even be this strong. Like, it's really their energy that I'm taking to be able to speak about it because, you know, I felt like at first I owed everyone an explanation on why, like, because I was very reserved and pulled back. And at Joey's fight, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, we're excited for your fight. And it was so hard, like, to not just break down. I just wanted to get past it for, for Joey's fight because I felt like, you know, really, really bad for that, for, you know, for my partner. And, um, you know, sucking that up. I know I broke down a couple times and people were probably like, whoa, what is going on with you? And, you know, I felt like at the end it would have made sense if I explained exactly, like, you know what they say, the best policy is the truth. And, um, you know, I just felt that way. And when I did, you know, the amount of love and support I got back, you know, I, I really feel like it gave me the strength and power to get through the days, get through this fight camp and get through, like, moments like this to to just be out there and and yeah it sucks man and and i'm not the only person that's gone through it and it's scary if you've never been through it before or don't know anything about it uh yeah it's um it's something that i've never experienced like i i can't even imagine and like we said your your bravery through the whole thing it's unbelievable and now you have this huge opportunity to get back in the ring and uh and and on the biggest stage, on the biggest event they've ever put together against some, uh, a familiar opponent that's been away from the sport for a long time. And a lot of people um, think she kind of like cut, took her belt and ran off to Bellator, you know what I mean? And you fought her. I, that was your debut fight, correct? It was. That was your debut fight. For people it- that the difference between Britain Beltran then or Britain Hart then to Britain Beltran now is leagues and leagues apart from each other. I can't even imagine how excited you are. Can you, can you get excited about this fight or are you just happy to get back in there and get back on the horse? Um, I think it goes all together. You know, it, it really does. Um, you know, I've always wanted the rematch against Beck. I felt like really it should have happened probably before Christine just to be like chronological, you know, so I feel like it kind of jumped out of order, but she did kind of run, you know, out, out to Bellator after her contract was finished. Um, you know, I do have some mixed feelings and, and bitter feelings towards her um, due to the, the split decision robbery loss that I got, you know, what was said after. I kind of felt like when I fought Paige, she kind of gives like these half-ass compliments you know, and, and I've noticed that from her, that maybe that's just her personality, but it can kind of rub you the wrong way. But I think too, you know, really, you know, I don't really have, you know, you guys have seen me face the best names. I mm-hmm. mean, been there, done that. That's really the bottom line when it comes down to me. I, I fight the toughest, whoever, whenever, you know, and when I'm able, go even going through crazy shit and stress and turbulent times, you know, I'm definitely one for a fight. And I think, you know, with this going in here, it's night and day. I mean, really, the last really name is. says it all. I mean, I, I've truly leveled up. I'm a Beltron now. You know, <laughs> I'm seriously leveled oh, up. Yeah. And you have to be, like, literally stupid to think that I'm not a totally different person from watching that fight to watching even my last fight that I lost, you know, is still a tremendous improvement. Um 
but yeah, I think, you know, for this, I'm, I'm excited because, you know, I, I, I'm nervous too, you know, I'm definitely nervous, but I'm excited because I, I keep replaying where I was with her and where she is now and where I'm at now are totally polar opposites. You're talking about when I first fought her, she was training. She was the shit. She was the poster child, UFC, blah, blah, blah. I was out of a YMCA training, running with like, you know, the cows in Virginia, as Pearl Gonzalez would say, you know, freaking nothing, you know, really just training myself, begging people to work with me. You know, I really went in with, you know, very limited resources, but I went in with a few people believing with me and that's all I needed. And I got a split decision right now. And even tech, technique wise, if you go back and watch Britain in that fight, just the way you held your hands and like at times it was almost like your lead hand was behind your, it was like your hands were backwards. It was, and now you're, you're, you're a technical fighter. You've been through a different, a couple different gyms. You've trained with some of the best coaches out there. Exactly. It's, it's, it's really an unbelievable difference. I can't wait to see it. Yep. Speaking of gyms. You're at a new gym. I am. Surprise. <laughs> Where are you now? All right. So I'm over at KO Zone um, with Ryan Perez and, you know, all the Howard Davis, um, Go Go. And, um, you know, it, it's it's really awesome. You know, it's, it's four of us. So it's really, really, you know, good energy, too. And to be around new people kind of, it kind of sparks me too, because I feel like some people only know you from like social media or fights. They don't really get to know your work ethic in the gym. Like, what do you do behind cameras? What do you do when the phones are put down? What do you do when it's all blood and sweat and tears? And, and having new people see that and me seeing it from them is really like a really good turnaround. I really, really like it. Um, they're definitely new people, and we're we're gelling and meshing together great. I mean, nice. we really are. We get closer every day. So I really, really like this guys. Um, I really like Ryan Perez. I think that he's a he's a big. Um, you know, his Instagram or name is you know the BKFC cheat code. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's I can I can see it. You know, is I he the cheat code? Why? <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm super happy. Oh, another person there I really want to shout out is Daniel Pitbull. I mean, she's not really a BKFC fighter, but, dude, she's been my – she knows her shit. She she trains every day. She also has a, um, a boyfriend that trains Josh, and that's cool to see another fighting power couple. But she's, like, mind-blowing in my psyche right now because she's such a tough fighter. And she's my sparring partner, yeah, but wow. she's like mimicking the way Beck would fight, which really isn't her fight style. And like, she really like goes all out for me. And just to see someone change their game plan, change their fight style and like really stop what they're doing to focus on me and like, no, you're not doing this right. Do it like this and, and stop and slow it down for me is really been like, eye-opening and like soul touching to me like that someone would stop and take their time to make me a better fighter and i really think i get that from her and ryan and and the other guys too their energy is awesome and contagious and they're over with joey sparring and 
and having a freaking great time with Joey. And so it makes me feel happy. He's over there with the guys doing his thing. And then I'm really trusting in Ryan and really gelling with Danielle. So it's really been really great for my fighting spirit. So, so Brian, a couple of weeks ago, we had Howard Davis on maybe last week we had him on. Right. And I asked him, I said, I said, man, Ryan Perez is putting together like a super team over there. You guys got somebody, they got Vinny at 125. You got Jared at 135, Howard at 145, yeah. 155. You got Duran, you got Gogo, you got Jeremy uh, Smith. You got all these guys. I was like, do you got any females in that gym that we should, we should be seeing, you know, as part of the team soon. And he, he made like this smirk and he was like, he like looked off camera. And he was like, uh, and he like smiled. He was like, I think we got a couple, but, and he like looked off camera again. And he was like, yeah, we got a couple. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can't say. Oh, yeah, I'm like, who the fuck you got over there? <laughs> yeah, I think we were kind of like hush about it. And like, maybe we hmm. should make a surprise. Like, oh shit. But then we were, I think we just, I don't think that we expected to really have the relationship we have. You know what I mean? Like, it was kind of like, come on, you're in Miami. Try it out. Like. You know, you're here. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Something, you know, I'm not going to say I don't feel comfortable saying it on camera, but something happened. It's kind of like the stars are aligning. Like every, you know, everything happens for a reason. So something kind of happened. And I was like, you know what? I've really been dying to work with Ryan. And so is he. He's always offered and left his door wide open. I feel like this is really the chance and the opportunity. Like, let's just go over there. Let's try it one day. And man, we went over there one day and we're instantly hooked and we haven't missed since then. You know, it's awesome. been a solid two or three weeks now of, you know, being there. We get there early, like me and Joey and it's cool. Ryan, he, as soon as he seen Monday, he was like, man, you guys are on time and early. I already like you, but we're already there early. We wait for the other guys. We talk while we're stretching, shadow boxing, and we're just like, Everything is clicking. The instructions are clicking. The pad works in, in clicking. You know, we just have that flow and go. And um, you can really see the excitement building between a fighter and a coach. That's really nice to see. And I really think that we have that going. So it, it's we just couldn't, like, make it a surprise for everyone. We just had to go out and put it there. And, um, yeah, man, I, I'm, really, I'm really trusting in this. I think I'm a really great fighter when it comes to being – you know, a controller. And if, you know, my coach says X triangle square, I'm doing it. And, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm trusting in the process that we got the right triangle X square. <laughs> well, you, so your corner uh, on June 24th, we'll, we'll see uh, Perez and Joey in the corner. What else, who else is going to be out there with you? Yeah. I'm still going to have my OG Marcus Luck come down. Um, nice, nice. you know, I, I'm really nice. excited. He did have a fight. He was actually going to be in Poland. So that was another crazy little loophole, but that fight ended up getting canceled. So he's still coming and tag along anyways. So, uh, he's just, you know, I'm excited for him to see, you know, the, the new things like that's always been something with him. You know, some coaches don't like that when you go away or like switch up and they can get like salty with it. And he's always been someone that's like, man, ride or die. I started this with you. You go somewhere, you come. You know, he goes, he comes. But at the end of the day, we just want each other to do good. And that's what you should. You know, real love 
you know, like, like I said, it's a, it's a Bible verse, you know, love does not get jealous. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. And that's really what me and Marcus Luck have. Like, he always wants me to do good. And if I go somewhere else and learn something, you know, I always go back and he either like, he might even tell me, he's like, that's trash. Don't do that. Or I'd be like, oh, you know, that's cool. I like that. And um, we'll add to it or build to it. But his energy just keeps me kind of safe, um, you know, and I, I just, I really just want to make people proud at the end of the day. And so he's someone, you know, along with like Coach Hoss out in California, whether they're my corner training me every day, there's somebody I, I really want to make proud at the end of the day, no matter who I'm with, that I can go in there and execute and come back a better fighter. Cause I feel like really that's all they want at the end of the day, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. I, I think everybody's ready to see you get back in there. They all, they all really love to watch you fight and support you. Um, there's a few questions in the comment section. I guess I should probably read a few of them. Um, some, somebody asked, uh, I don't remember where it went, but what do you, who do you think wins that, uh, Faria versus, um, Taylor Starling fight? Somebody asked that question. You know, it's cool. Nor I'm not, you know, I'm going to keep it very basic. Uh, Christine. Christine. All right, all right. There was another one uh, back there. God damn it, Mike. Are you looking at these things? Because I uh, Yeah, but I don't know what... I can't read your mind. No, no, no. There was actual <laughs> questions, asshole. Jesus. Hey, uh, hey. This one right here by Hannah. Hannah, second question of the night. When does the feeling that you won really hit? Is it when your hand is raised? Is it after that? Like, when does it hit? You know what? It's It's very different each fight. There's some fights I'm like, man, like, for example, the Paige Van Sant fight. And it wasn't that I didn't think I won. It's just in my head, I'm like mentally screwed up to where I think that if I don't knock you out, I'm not going to win. I'm not the favorite. You know, everyone's like, you know, I'm really always the underdog. I'm always the B-side. I'm the journeyman. Been there, done that. And to beat someone big, I've gone through so many highway robberies. You know, it's just part of the game. But I was really sad after the page fight because I was like, I didn't knock her out. I didn't win. And so when they said I won, I was like, legitly, the feeling speech was totally inspired by, you know, when you think you can't, you can. So that was cool. Um, For the Pearl fight, I knew I won. Um, You know, for the Christine fight. I was hoping I won, but I was, you know, you know. The Christine fight was a lot closer than everybody thought. It was that, la I mean, I think it was the last round. She kind of, like, dominated. I think it was the last round. She dominated the last round, and that kind of, like, swayed the judges in the end. But up until that point, I'm pretty sure, and I think I was one of them that had you guys two to two going into the fifth. Uh, everyone around us did. Yeah, I think I, th I, I got, I have to go back and watch it again because I don't remember, but. I think um, it's fair. I, I score myself winning two rounds um 100%. Yep. And I score her one round uh, 100%. And there the are two rounds that are like, they could have gone either way. They were, you know, they were too close. So, you know, with that being said, there's part of me wants to be like, man, I should have won because I feel like I dominated two rounds. But then she dominated one round, you know. And two of the rounds, it just depends what you look at. But, you know, I get it. It's fair. I'm not going to. I'm not going to bitch about it. It is what it is, you know, but go. I'm glad. I'm glad that at the very least, you know, we can say, Hey, it was better than the, the first one with the second round doctor stoppage. Yeah. You know, I told everyone that bitch can't knock me out. No, but you know, you can't knock me out. 
you know, can't really even knock me down. You know, Beck, you still, it's ruled a slip. So we're keeping it a slip. <laughs> you know, I've, I've not been knocked down, so it's not going to happen. So I at least prove that and, you know, whatever. We'll take it and, and celebrate the small victories. But yeah. Here's um, a question. Here's a question from your biggest fan. Literally the, your biggest probably in size. Uh, I don't know. Who size and stature. His name is Big Ben. Ask oh, Britt. yeah. Yeah, he, all seven foot, there. all freaking six foot eight of this guy asks Asprit if she gets clean uh, KO. What's next? You want another shot at the whoever wins that Faria Taylor fight? Is that what's next? If you, if you go through her, you know, I think that that would be, I mean, obvious. I think that it's gonna happen. You know, that's kind of honestly, I was gonna make a fuss about it if they didn't make that fight. Um, speaking to Misfit versus Taylor. Because I'm like, well, it doesn't make sense. Because if, if you know, me and, you know, I could challenge Christine and go right back for the belt for her, you know. And then if me and Taylor fight, then, you know, it's just going to be, it's never, Taylor's never going to make it to Christine. She's going to be cashed out, basically. But now if Taylor fights Christine and loses to her, it's going to be like, oh, well, you know, you lost to the champ. But you know, Britain lost to the champ too. It may it builds and sells for a better fight in the long run. So yeah. I think you know that's an interesting fight, no matter what. So it, it's going to be kind of interesting to look at it. So I think, based on that fight, you know, it could I mean, who knows? It could be some crazy underdog story, and and that's why we love it. And uh, something can happen, but maybe there's a huge injury and they can't fight immediately. So I don't know. I'm kind of thinking pulling up a crazy, crazy uh little what do they call it? like card up my sleeve kind of being inspired by um you know the Brito Palomino fight with the champion versus champion I'm kind of looking at this 115 division that's being built up in BKFC yeah so I'm kind of saying you know what these hmm. 115 girls are good but are they good enough let's go and have Britain see because I walk around at 123 I'm gonna throw a scale after I beat Beck Rawlings in the middle of the you know ring I'm gonna step on it show everybody what I weigh and then I'm fighting these big bitches and winning against these bigger people. Why don't we go ahead and, 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 you know, everyone knows me as the people's champ and, um, you know, whatever, but I want to be a real champ. Let's go down to 115, put a belt on it and then have the 115 versus the 125 champ and make it for the pound for pound. Who is the best female of all not just the difference between the 115 weight class and the 125. And I really think I have the ability to pull it off. And I think it would be really, really great. Um, so I'm, I'm, kind all thinking, in. I'm kind of thinking that. That's fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. Let's see. No, it. I want to see that, it. That, you know what? I bet you a lot of 115 pound girls ears perk right up when you say that too, because they need, they like no offense to any of them. They need a name like you to go down there and fire that fucking division up. And like, you go down there. I wonder who they would match you up with. Honestly, you 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 fought Jenny already once, but they got Andy um Andy Wynn down there. You got Teresa Sagala, who's a freaking a warrior. It would be a hell of a hell of a move going down there. I love it. By the way, your coach, your uh, your newest coach, is in the chat here. He says the thing I enjoy about working with Britain is she listens. And is a perfectionist. She's coming for Beck's neck. So there's the cheat code himself speaking on you. See? Oh, good. Well, you heard me say all those things naturally. Like, <laughs> I really am. Like, you know, and it, it's good to see that because I know 
it's hard to find fighters. And sometimes when you don't really know them, you wonder if they, if they are listening or if they're hard or difficult to work with, you know, especially females, but man, I'm, like I said, me and him earlier, we, we have that gel, you know, when he tells me it's easy to listen because I really trust him. And a lot of, you know, fighter coaches relationship, you need that trust and, and understand the credibility behind them that they really know what they're doing and they want you to win. And, and I definitely see that with him. And, and we look forward really 10 to 12 is like the best part of our day is really been like that. So I have to say thank you for that. Cause that awesome. feeling, you know, from what I've been through emotionally, just looking forward to that slot in my day has just been such a huge help. Um, yeah, that's great. I, I, I feel like with all that you've gone through in the last few months, you do seem like you're in a decent, you're a pretty good place right now. You seem like you're very motivated to go in there and get this win. Um, Michael Quigg in the comments already is already matchmaking for you. He says Andy Wynn is the matchup to make. No question. Book it. After this fight, um, I mean, we don't want to take up too much of your time here. You've been an open book with us, as always. You're always welcome back to our show anytime you want. But you have any last closing closing thoughts before we let you get out of here? I was about to say, wow, I'm not, I don't get a speed round this time. <laughs> we we didn't want to do a speed. I mean, oh, God. Wow. Listen. I'm upset. My feelings oh, no. are hurt. <laughs> Mike, no. fire it up. We always got backup questions. We've we got that. I mean, we can we can pull out some questions here. So we so we anticipated doing like a twenty minute block, but with you, we figured we'd go a little bit longer because we just you have so much shit going. going. You know, there's a lot going on. We haven't talked to you for a while, so we're like, what? We're gonna end up talking to her for like forty minutes, and look at where we are <laughs> an hour and one minute. So yeah, but we always have questions. We have questions queued up. Let's go back in the question and Mike. let's. Let's uh, let's ask you. Here's a good yeah, one. Yeah, come on, give me three speed round, and then I'll, I'll let. I'll, it looks like I'm only, I'll let you guys go. <laughs> if you only got eleven, what would you name it? Oh man, the Titanic. What? Why would you name <laughs> yeah. what? Do you think that would like? Uh, you have to knock on wood. I mean, what's going on here? You think it's just gonna sink or what? First off, I love the Titanic. I reference it in a lot. And um, everything reminds it. me of it a lot. But it's funny because they were, like, doing this, like, rebuilding, like, reenactment of the Titanic. And I was like, oh, my God, let's go. This would be so cool. And Joey's, why would you want to go on the Titanic? <laughs> but I guess that why would you want to be a bare-knuckle fighter? You know, so I just guess it goes hand in hand, but I love the Titanic and, you know, I just think it would <laughs> You're be yeah, on the front such of it? a memorabilia, Joey? one of a kind name. You think jo Joey's going to say, I'm the king of the world? I'm the king of the world. I can yeah, see well, him I doing him, it, actually. I, can I see make it. him do it all the time. Anytime we're on a boat <laughs> or wind, I'm like, hold me like the girl off the Titanic. <laughs> Rose? You know, I've, right, never, so I've never seen that movie. I haven't. Never. What? What? Yes, never seen it. Wow, and and my crazy. wife actually uh, thinks I'm fucking insane because I've never seen it. Oh, my God. It's best. You have to see it. There's so many references in it that are, like, used on a daily. Oh, it's good. I mean, it's a good well, movie. Maybe I'll we take went a whole, on a Maybe I will watch it before I go down to uh, Fort Lauderdale. History class field trip to see that. But here's the second question. What rule would you add or subtract from bare knuckle fighting? Uh, apparently, headlocks aren't allowed. So... I would add headlocks in in a heartbeat because apparently I'm pretty natural at them. There you go. 
That was a good, good, quick answer. Um, your your mother's in the chat, and she says, "Ask Britain about this new reality show her and Joey are doing. Are you guys doing a reality show?" Oh yeah, that's right. What? I can't believe I didn't tell you guys. There's so much to talk about. Is this so, real? We can't tell you what this show is because it's we have to wait for it to be released and for them to do it. But we just actually talk about being mind blown, busy, and crazy. But um, we just shot it today, and it's really badass. It's gonna be epic, cool. And before, let me so so this gives you guys something to really have your wheels turning. I had to. One, beg Joey to do it. Then on the way to the place to do it, he was so nervous and like so caught up in it that I actually felt bad. I was like, man, I shouldn't what? have forced him to do this. This is really wrong of me. This man really loves me because he's really upset. <laughs> but I can't believe you, you guys got a reality show. Yeah. And then after, after it was the own, like, one of the best adrenaline rushes I've had in a while. And Joey's face from being like serious thinking, like not talking to anyone to, he was just like, his face was so happy and like full of like energy. Yo, we were pumped. We were stoked. It was an adrenaline rush, like no other. And we were just out there. We talked about it for like two hours nonstop on how great and fantastic it was and like when it comes out i really feel like me and joey are really gonna like solidify yet another reason why we're like the bombest dopest couple the oh, hardest most badass like bonnie and clyde you guys have ever met so it was it went really good so anyways that like is where that is this where teaser? is it gonna be is it gonna be on a on a on a network channel or is it gonna be on the internet where where are we gonna find this thing when it so comes out so it's on a youtube it's 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 so when I say reality TV, but you know, everyone's watching like Hulu yeah. and YouTube on their TV anyways, but it's on a YouTube channel that has 10 million subscribers. Holy shit. I cannot wait to see this. So it's pretty popular. People talk about it. If I told you, you probably know what it was. Um, but I've told a few people, like my closest friend, like, like I said, not, who's not going to watch this interview and they're like, Whoa, no way. And Oh my God, I can't believe you're doing this before your fight. You're crazy. So it was definitely, you know, high risk, high reward kind of thing. And which is I, why I think Joey was so nervous and paranoid because it was very close to my fight, but it couldn't have worked out perfect. It couldn't have been better. It was awesome. And another thing off my bucket list. And like wow. I said, just ultimate adrenaline rush. Hmm. Well, I have a couple more. You Can cool. you do two more? Oh, I can't. I love this. Is, I look forward to this part oh, of the interview. Now I feel so bad. Yeah. Okay. Since your mom's in the comments right now, what's the most trouble you've ever been in? Oh, uh, I probably shouldn't answer that, but a lot. How about that? Can we? The most <laughs> I've been. All right. How about that? I'll just say. So, um, I got out of jail once, and <laughs> at five in the morning, and was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm good." I get out and I go home. I don't shower. I eat, but I'm like just chilling. And at eight o'clock, I get a knock on the door and it's a police officer who has a warrant for my arrest. And I'm like, I just got out. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I was like, come back tomorrow. He's like, I can't do that. And I'm like, yeah, you can. I haven't even, let me just shower. Wait outside 20 minutes. 
so I can shower so I can go because chances are I'm probably not getting back out. He Did like, he let you shower? Um, you know, I don't actually, I don't remember to be honest with you, but he was really cool about it. He was, I think he was like, look, I'm gonna wait out here. You got 15 minutes <laughs> and I don't think I showered. I think I did something else instead, but anyways, Bad that, was, that, was, that was probably the most. And then I got, you know, like I said, it goes into a long story, but I got really, you know, screwed with like pineapple, no lube when I went in that day. So it was a lot of trouble. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man. All right. Well, great answer. <laughs> We're just going with your mom thing today. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Your mom's in the comments though. You know, you don't want to incriminate yourself too much. <laughs> I, I figured know, you were right? gonna tell like, us like a, a home story is, is from like, the one your who mom prompted that question. Like really, man. I don't think so. Go I ahead, know, Mike. I was like, gosh, man, we don't want to <laughs> oh, relive these days. Uh, all right. So which meal was the best? Breakfast, Breakfast. lunch, or dinner? Yeah. I mean, is this a general consensus between every person in the world? It's, it is. It's breakfast, breakfast for brunch breakfast, and dinner. Breakfast for fun fact. Yeah. I worked at Bob Evans for eleven years. Oh, really? Basically, and I, you know, I've gone to very high four star restaurants, you know, bars. I've been a bartender. I stayed at Bob Evans because they serve breakfast all day, and I knew that you have to be passionate about where you work at to really love it and fit in, and that's really one of the reasons. I got I actually got Bob Evans special touch tattooed on my arm. That's how great they are. I've never been there before, but I always see the frozen uh, gravy for the brisket for the biscuits, and yeah. I never have gotten it. But I, I maybe it's I'll so get good. it now. I'm gonna have to get it. It's the best. It's the best restaurant ever. Corporate, best okay. corporate restaurant ever. Where, um, yeah. where where are where is the Bob Evans? Is that is there anybody any around us? South. Like, no. uh, where do you guys live? North we East. live up north, so Rhode Island. Island and Connecticut, but I don't think there's any up here. I always see them you have to go to Ohio. Oh, okay, Ohio. Oh. Ohio is probably the closest. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure they're in Florida too, but maybe I'm wrong. Yep, maybe I'm thinking it's about mostly else. East Coast. They're all over the East Coast. They're super big in Ohio. There's a lot in Florida. Um, there's a few in Virginia. There's a lot in Maryland. Fuck. Is if we if there's one around the Fort Lauderdale event. Hollywood, Mike and I will Google it and we'll uh we'll we'll go to it and we yep. will rate it live on our show. No, I don't think there is. Damn but it. there's like it's funny because I was living in like near Tampa area and there's like seven in the Tampa area and in the Miami area there's like zero. I'm like, what's up with that? Oh yeah, there isn't any really near there. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I would know about it because I'm kind of like a weirdo when it comes to Bob Evans and scouting out where their <laughs> stores are. Britain Beltran is a Bob Evans connoisseur. We have another question for you from the comment section. Um, Big Ben, back at it again. What's your newest tattoo and where? Oh, yeah. So slow. Oh, shit. That's badass. I know. It covers my whole. Uh, the angle is weird, but all right, there we go. It covers my whole left arm, which is my jab hand, which is my very strong, best, perfect hand. So I got it with my name so you know who hit you. My strong hand. <laughs> I saw that Joey got Britain in big, bold letters across his stomach. Very big he move there. Did. We talked about it. You know what's going to be funny? I'm going to – I can't remember who exactly did it, but it's so funny how important, like, our fans and friends are to us because someone sent us a picture, and they are like, 
this should be your new, like, if you had a CD album cover, this should be your picture. And it's like Joey behind me and me with my, my fists out. And it says Britain Beltron, but it looks like it's tattooed on his stomach. And we always joked about it. Like, dude, that looks sick right there. It's like, you should get Britain <laughs> tattooed like that. Cause that looks really fucking hot. And excuse my language, but he was like, yeah, it does. Doesn't it? And um, we talk about it every once in a while, just kidding. But one day he was like, yeah, I'm going to make this a tattoo appointment. I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. I was like, cool. Well, I've always wanted to get this. And uh, fun fact, Joey has Beltron on his arm in the same font and letters. So Whoa. we matched it up to be kind of the same. So it's kind of cool. But uh, he was like, yeah, I'll get Britain on my stomach. I'm like, eh, you're not really going to do it. But that's so cool because that picture is so dope. That I love that picture of us. It's my favorite picture. And um. He you guys seem you guys seem like you're like the perfect top uh, perfect couple for real like like uh for nobody really knowing that you two were like getting together at the beginning to where you guys are now and like how happy you are together it's fucking insane it, it is a great love story and uh the reality show is probably going to be hilarious too because oh, you your character your energy and joey's like laid backness is what <laughs> cr it cracks me up because we've talked to joey a bunch of times at events or on the show and it's just like you have a different level of energy as him he fights like a fucking madman but he's very reserved like so i'll tell you this <laughs> i'm probably saying too much information but i'm not releasing what the show is but anyways i'm running my mouth right i'm like -da 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 -da, because everyone loves that on reality tv right so anyways i'm running my mouth and um I, I, you know getting into it with a few people and then joey goes babe i'm okay and i'm like okay. <laughs> <laughs> i stopped talking but it's like it's so cool because we do we do match each other's energy very well and i think it was kind of crazy because when we first met people are like oh you know get a room you guys are too much this is gonna die out and i think now is like the point where you see people are like they don't say that anymore they're just like oh wow that's brit that is Britain and joey that's what we expect to see it's real and they're all the time 100 percent, and they're just you know just some people are just made to be together you know yeah like uh, peanut butter uh, and jelly. Yeah, Susan Walker says, "Is it the Amazing Race?" You said it was on a YouTube channel, so it's not the Amazing Race, Susan. But I know it's not, and I know it's not Survivor. But I'll tell you right now, you and him on the Amazing Race would be fucking pretty, pretty awesome. You guys would I probably know, kill think, it. You guys probably. You guys who asked us, oh, if we, we would asked kill each that. Other? We, we did ask that. We said, yeah, "How far funny. into the show do you guys think you could win that show or end up killing each other halfway through it?" Yeah, that's and remember, funny. I was like. We'll win it all. And Joey was like, oh, I don't know. We might kill each other. Is it <laughs> is like, it naked oh. and afraid? Are you guys going on naked and afraid? No. No. <laughs> that was it's the one other one that you said too. Yeah, I still really want to do that as a couple thing now, you know. But anyways, but who knows? But I did someone sent me today that apparently Netflix has a real life squid games coming out. What? Like hopefully they don't kill you and yeah without killing that. everybody <laughs> you're Probably. dead if you don't do good you're just dead yep so that's my next pool so after i worry about this fight after the fight i'm going to invest my time into being drafted into the squid games with joey 
<laughs> I mean, I love it. And I swear to God, I feel like we could just keep doing this all night. And I really feel bad that we didn't prep a fucking 45 question speed round for you. Yeah. <laughs> next time we will. Next next time we're we're gonna we're gonna Longest come speed cor- round ever. Yeah. We'll break a record. We're gonna come correct. We're gonna do nothing but a speed round with Britain Beltran. Mm-hmm. We won't even talk about fighting the entire time. We'll bring Joey on and we'll just keep going back and forth asking you guys yeah. wild shit. Yeah, we'll do a 30 for 30. 30 minutes. Yeah. Kind of thing. I like but it. The questions will deal with whatever the fight is. It would be funny. It would be great. Uh, I love it. I love the idea. We we love having you on the show and, and your event on the 24th in June. Guys, if you're not going, make sure yeah. you're watching because this event is huge. You got, oh, yeah. you got Britain and Beck on there. You got Elvin and, and Palomino on there. But you also got Jimmy Rivera and HD Davis on there. You got Go-Go on there. You got, um, there's fucking Mike. Who else we got on there? There's, there's such oh, a- I'm going to tell you who we got on there. Who we got I'll on tell there. you right now. Yep. Oh, Yuli and Richie. Oh, my Shabla- God. Forgot about that one. It's That's huge. a big one. It's huge. It's, it's such a big event. I know that the stars are going to be out that night. I know that that fight right there in particular, Mike Richmond's going to be uh, ringside for that one. I can so keep going. I-, I, I <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's a it's a huge event. Everybody's got to go, you know. Get the app if you haven't already. Get get on uh, Britain's uh, referral code there, and uh, help out the Beltran family even more. They're already they're on the right track. They're doing everything right. So, you got anything else for us, Britain? You can have a few uh, a few seconds to say some some last words, and we'll let you get going. Oh, man, I have too many last words. But no, just thank you to everyone. You know, I'm really happy here, you know, in Miami with my new fam at KO Zone and with Ryan Perez and that whole squad, my husband, Joey. Oh, another, like I said, crazy fun fact is we actually got my daughter. So Paris is down here finishing up camp and actually another dream come true. I've always wanted my kids to go to just one. They don't have to go to all of them. Just one of my fights just because so they could really see what i do and um she will be there so my daughter will be there the 24th so that's like huge to me so shout out for her coming to all my training and and being on the sidelines and watching and cheering it's been great an interview (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. she, she would love that too she she's got some great words but um you know um that um great over at box r2 i have recover helping me um the healthy kitchen miami big shout out to them because i'm actually having weight cutting issues this time which is bizarre but i'm actually having to cut weight so they're helping me stay fueled and and cut the you know eight pounds for this fight um and ray neff dm building out back in california Wolf Knives, I'm partnering with them for the first time for this fight. So I'm really excited about that. They sent me a bunch of gear and it's really cool. So I'm super thankful for them. Uh, yeah. So, and, and if anyone I missed you, I'm super sorry. You know, I've been spar, I sparred a lot today. I worked out a lot today. So uh, I, I'm putting literally every bit and ounce of my energy into this fight. So hopefully you guys come watch it on the 24th and, and, and be impressed with what I've been putting into it. 
Sweet. Amazing. Well, thank you very much for everything you said tonight, opening up with us, telling us a lot of things that you didn't even have to say, and always being an open book with us, Britain. You're the best. So, uh, well, you're welcome back anytime, and we'll see you in uh, Hollywood, Florida. Huh? Can't wait. Thank you to you guys too. I, it's like I said, I, I actually always really look forward to these. So, thank you. I appreciate right. it. Thank, thank you, you, and we'll talk to you very soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Couple weeks, no, couple yeah. less than two weeks. See you nine Next days, week. nine days. Let's do mm. this. All right, can't wait. See ya. See you guys later. That is Britain. Wow, man, huge, huge of her to to talk about everything that she talked about. I know, it's, I know. It's oh my god, the amount that 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 girl's been through since February is fucking insane. It, it really is, and she she proves her toughness for real. It's it's really crazy. And, and like, obviously, you know, it probably feels good to like get it out there in the open and talk about it. And, and she probably feels like she empowers some other girls that have been going through the same type of shit. Right. You know I mean? Right. Yeah. Good on her for real. And uh, that fight, that rematch is long in the making. And uh, they would be they would have been dumb to make any other fight to reach to return back to the BKFC than you know, another fight with Britain, unless it was Christine Faria, but Faria is busy. So Britain, it's Britain. It makes sense. It's great. Um, Oh yeah. It's definitely yeah. makes sense. It, uh, it's this, uh, this card coming up. I'm telling you, it is awesome. Why you got more. You're going to show us it's some just more. So it's just so awesome. Yeah, there is got, more. You got, you got, um, you got a lot of, you got a, a slaughterhouse guys on there. You got, like I said, HD Davis is on there. You got Go Go on there. You got Brian Durant Durant on there, right? That's three right there. Yeah. Now Britton Beltran, I would call her uh, another another slaughterhouse box uh, boxing member. So you know, it's it's really impressive. And what, what we were talking about, a shout out to like uh, Perez for tuning in, to, uh, Ryan Perez for tuning in. He, what, remember, we were talking. I was talking with somebody about like most impressive like factions in bkfc you know goat combat yeah. agency has a fucking stout roster but they don't all train in the same location um kevin smith's got a bunch of fucking really good good fighters under him too but they don't all train in the same location the difference between all these other groups and then slaughterhouse they're all training under the same guy in the same place and right with, in with each other. And yep. that is what is impressive the most to me. You got go, go, uh, Slovesky there. You got Brian Duran, you got HD Davis and now, uh, Britain, uh, Britain Hart Beltran up there. Those are all, they're all together, man. You, all, you, all in the same place. You know what I meant to mention is, they're they both have different last names or they've both been married since the last time they fought yeah, i know it says Beck, rollins Beck but it's rodriguez. really rodriguez now right yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's another little tidbit you know sorrow's fighting randall's uh will shut is fighting i mean there is man, oh, this, this card yeah, is going yeah. to be fantastic you know what there was another one there's another um slaughterhouse fighter and i want to say his last name is like blake right is it like something blake uh ryan prez if you're still in the chat drop it in there i guess he's a 185er and he's like a fucking absolute blake 185 let's see yeah i don't know i don't think it's listed on the website yet but it he's was not in the it was on his um instagram 
but he's like a 185 pound fighter. He owns his own like boxing promotion. Uh-huh. He's he's huge down in that area. He draws a big crowd. Of course, like they always get these these guys all draw. That place is gonna be a fucking crazy fucking madhouse. But I apologize for not knowing his name off the top of my head, and I'm not good enough to multitask like Mike is on Instagram and whatnot. But yeah, uh, I'm looking, but I, I I can't find it right now, and I don't know if I'll have it in time. Yeah, he's a 185er, and but he's we'll another tomorrow, and we can. Say it then. Now, before we get going, before we finish up for the night, and uh, thank you to Elvin Brito as well. Can we get a better back-to-back two people than Brito and fucking Paul? I'm Brino, Brito and Britain on one show. It's fucking awesome. But uh, they signed another big name. They signed two big names. Uh, yes, they did. We have not talked about the first one, MVP signed with the BKFC, and he's going to be fighting my... For for all the fucking problems that the, yeah, this one blew my goddamn mind. Oh, blew my mind. Blew my Couldn't mind believe it. With all the shit that people post on online about all the problems they're having and all this, it doesn't seem to be so. When they do something like this and they pull in, uh, you know, Michael Michael Venom Page, one of the biggest stars in Bellator, signs with the BKFC, and he's going to be fighting Mike Platinum Perry in London unbelievable that's gonna to add to the to a fight that or to a fight card that already had connor turney and uh joe elmore on there unfucking believable huge signing huge just gigantic when, when i when i saw this i was like oh like my jaw dropped i remember being in work and just like looking at him being like holy shit are you serious right now i cannot believe he's fighting bellator letting him come and fight perry i thought perry was gonna fight in florida uh, on this no. card, that was the rumor going right. on about a month ago. But and they still hadn't announced it, and th- and then this happens, right? So Just now, like- today, hours before we got on, shablam, another one, another one. How do you feel about this one, Mike? I, I'm very curious about how this is going to go. Um, so I'm not sure how well he's going to do because I I mean, he's still green in the fighting world anyways. Right. Right. But we do know that he does have bombs for hands and he doesn't have to worry about the takedown. Right. Right. So that's always a plus for, for fighters coming from MMA that would do okay in standing, stand up fights and have some power or, or, you know, someone not like Hardy and is like a really decent boxer, but not a good wrestler or jujitsu player. Well, well, we'll see how he does when all he has to do is worry about punches because uh, he can knock somebody silly. This is one of those ones that people are going to be either all for it or 100% against it. And and it's because of his background, right? And it's and it's because of his background. And Michael Quiggs in the uh, in the comments, and I think he said, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, not a fan of this signing. It's because of all the domestic domestic violence stuff that he had in the past which was yeah. fucking like oh, yeah. the cra- when that shit came out it was like the craziest story ever yeah. like keeping her held up in the house not letting her go body slamming on a pile of guns we all know the story we don't know how much of it was true 
A lot of stories came out from that. Right. It was Crazy. really, it was really weird that the girlfriend never showed up for any of the trial and, and, and then it got tossed. So it, it just proves that like, fuck, I don't know, man. It, he's a big name. And, he's, uh, he's a big name, but he's probably a piece of shit. <laughs> That's all we know. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's really, he, you know, you know, I don't know. I just want to see good fights. And I had uh, somebody else. Remember I had, um, I had Dean Thomas on here. And Dean Thomas was training Greg Hardy, and so was Rashard Evans. And like yep. we talked to Dean about him, <clears throat> about him, and he had nothing but good things to say about Greg Hardy. He would, and like he talked about how green he was and how he really didn't know what he was doing in there when he walked in. Yeah. And like they're really taking him from a very fresh, great athlete and trying to turn him into a fighter. But he didn't have anything like real bad to say about him. It's just like um, it's one of those very controversial signings that the BKFC has now. But man, holy smokes, the people that they have signed in the past year with Chad Mendez, uh, Mike Perry, Jimmy Rivera, Ben Rothwell, you know, Greg Hardy, MVP. MVP. It is wild where they're going with it this is. thing. It's really it's crazy. It's really crazy, and we love it. We're fucking. And there's rumors of other people. So mm -hmm. yeah, it looks to get brighter and brighter, and I love it. So massive, anyways, man. awesome. Like we have another show lined up for tomorrow night, nine p.m. Tomorrow we we have uh the other half of the main event from June twenty fourth event BKFC twenty six. The other half, Elvin Brito will be defending his title against Luis Baboon Palomino. He will be on at nine o'clock tomorrow night. Yep. And then we have who do we have on after him, Mike? Do we have a, a second guest, or is is our we third do have are now our second guest? Uh, well, our third guest now our second guest. So we have Francisco Ricci coming on. Or do we call him Francesco Ricci? I don't know. You'll find Francesco out tomorrow. Ricci. Yep. So he another back-to-back -back huge nights on the Mike and Miss show. So tune in tomorrow night, 9 p.m. When we talk to the reigning, with the reigning number one pound-for-pound bare-knuckle fighter on the planet, Luis Baboon Palomino, followed by Francesco Ricci. Uh, huge. Can't wait to talk to them guys tomorrow night. Mike, you got anything else for these guys before we get out of here? You know what I've got. All right. To the There's bum creeks. One creeps. more thing. Peace. Peace.